Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two lives. Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan, two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's Let's get get cozy. We should start every podcast out as a musical number. Uh, Yeah, I like it. (laughs) It was kind of fun, kind of refreshing. Bringing it back, (laughs) picking one that's a throwback. And next week we will have. Yeah, (laughs) stay tuned and find out. (laughs) So, how was your weekend? It was good. It was so busy. Yeah, but um. One of our listeners got married this weekend. Oh, yeah. You have to give a shout out then. Yes. Okay. So Kimmy and Tyler got married and honestly, their wedding, everything happened so perfectly. So, mm. and they're in Aruba right now, those bitches. Ooh, well, congratulations, guys. <laughs> you know, it's not fair. Um, she looks stunning. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like that girl just, it was everything about her wedding was perfect. So, and hopefully she had some tips and tricks from us to make it that way. I know I'm definitely going to message her <laughs> afterwards. I have to see her because she has to return a bunch of hangers to me, mm-hmm. um, but I'll see her and I'll be like, so <laughs> write a review. Tell us all the things that you helped with your wedding. <laughs> yes. Yes. And all for you future and past brides of the cap room in Chancaska. Yeah. Hit us up. And then they got married Friday. We had a wedding Saturday Yeah, and literally those weddings where everything just goes like so annoyingly well. Never like, have I said annoyingly well in the same sentence or back to back. I know, but it, everything this weekend just for both weddings went so annoyingly well. Like no hiccups, nothing Good. went wrong. Like it was just kind of. Yeah, we didn't even have to this. call each other to be like, oh, listen here. I know. <laughs> I, know. I could have called you actually on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I literally got home Saturday night and poured myself a glass of wine, took two sips of it, and passed the fuck out. I like, did not. Like, I was so done with the world that I'm like, I can't do things anymore today. Yeah. Yeah. I had, we had a concert on Friday that was busy. I mean, it was really good uh, dueling pianos, so, but it was really good. Oh, yeah. Well, and they then, always put on like a fun show and it's more like, oh, it's yeah. not really like a it's concert. Like a, it's, it's a comedy show. Yeah. Like with pianos and like music. We had them at a wedding actually a couple years fun. ago. And like, it was, I... It was not what I was expecting, mm-hmm. but like no, they're in so a fun, good way. Yeah, and then we had to flip, and we had two weddings on Saturday as well. So one in the tent, one in the event center. center. Yep, okay. yep, and both ceremony space or two of our three ceremony spaces too. So oh shit, yeah, but it was fun. It was good. Um, <laughs> we had some fun stuff happen. I think everything was pretty smooth on the, like the ends of like the weddings and everything, but on our end, um, our golf cart to go up to the vineyard stopped. <laughs> working i was like flintstoning it with a photographer and the groom trying to get us at least back down like we got up and it was really slow and i always like banter with them up and i'm like this thing goes slow and i'll like put my it'll like go slow up the hill and i'll be like pedal to the metal i was like this is as fast as we go but it's always like fine and then i said that and then all of a sudden i was like oh but it's actually never this slow. I don't know what's happening. And so we got up the hill and I was like, ooh. And then I texted Chris and I was like, hey, because they've been using it for the wedding. And I was like, and they had to go up with the other couple. He had to go up with the other couple after me. And I was just like, um, it's not doing too hot. And he's like, I just had it plugged in. It's like, who forgot to plug this? Yeah. Pin? And he just had it plugged in. So I was like, oh no. Um, but yeah, so then even on flat ground, trying to get them out of the vineyard, we had to Flintstone it. So that was fun. 
And then we were like, maybe we can get it with the second group. And I'm like, no, we're not going to, we're fighting with the sun. You can't, the sun's going to win. Yeah. So how does that work? Okay. Sorry to interrupt. How does that work when you have two couples getting married here and they both want to do golden hour photos in the vines at right. the same time? So like tonight or last Saturday, it was nice because they picked different time frames. So oh, okay. like these, this couple, my couple went up at like 645 or no, okay. 715 and no, 645 to 715 ish. And then the other one went up at 7.15 to 7.30-ish. So that worked out, but a lot of time they say the same exact times, and then I just put them in two different areas. So like I have an area that I put the the, one couple in, and I'll say, you have this area and this row and to the left, and do not go to the right because the other couple's in the right-hand side. And then Chris will bring them over to the other side and say, this is your spot. Only be in this area and go to the left, you know, or right. So we just they're still up there at the same time, so we did that the other weekend too, and we will. That's mm-hmm. that's one thing I've never considered because you have those beautiful vines up on the hillside. It's just like, how mm-hmm. do multiple couples? I know do we this? we figured out it works out, but sometimes it does give me like, okay, we have to like that's where we have to be like, okay, we're exactly at this time. Yeah. And in the morning with photos too, like that's when we have to really pay attention to like the time frame of their things. Otherwise, yeah. it's like unless you you got your own coordinator, you're doing your own thing here. I feel like most couples are pretty cool about it though. Like, oh shit, you're getting married too today, sweet. Um, yeah, I just try not to let them see each other. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the couple that I had was so advanced. They were good, such good sports about it, um, helping getting them back down and thought it was hilarious. Um, and then the other couple, we just, I was like, you know what, we're not messing with this. And I got them in my car. I'm glad I cleaned it out. And I was like, I'm bringing you up there. The photographer followed behind and we got them, we got them figured out. Hey. Funny moment, Problem though, because solving. <laughs> I, went to, I went to go and use the Kubota because I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get the Kubota for you, Chris, so I can drive back down to my wedding, and you can bring them back down in that. And I, like, cleaned it off, but it just, like, still some kind of, like, eh, it's loud. It's still a Kubota, so I was like, I don't know if we should do that. And so I just waited with my car and brought them back down, and I was like, here, you can take it, Chris. Take the Kubota down so that you guys use that for, like, okay, cleanup at the end of the night. What is a Kubota? Oh, for us um, non winery people it's like a uh, kind of like a ranger or like a yeah yeah okay um yeah okay kind of like that slash a four-wheeler but it's okay. like um i feel like it, it i feel like it looks like a little car in the front but like with like a little like back thing that like you put firewood in maybe yeah there's like a yeah there's like a little bed a mini okay. bed to okay. it yes okay. yes now i'm picturing the correct thing mm-hmm. but you say kubota and i'm like i don't know what the hell you're yeah, talking but it's about. super loud and like <laughs> and machinery like so it's not like a nice little golf cart and then but the funniest thing is that, like i got on it and i was like wow i haven't been on this in so long we used to use it all the time in events and I was, and then i thought about i was like oh i wonder if chris has really used this oh, no. and so i was like i better make sure to tell him how to use it did i tell him to use it and no and then i bring the couple back down and i get a message from him and he's like um i don't you need to come get me i don't know how to work this thing <laughs> and i had to go back up it was so he's funny. a gentle soul <laughs> oh. and then oh, yeah funny. we had someone profusively puke all over the bathroom <gasps> in the women's bathroom no. one of my lead gals had no. to clean up it cleaned it up and then we had a little little incident in our toilet or our restroom trailer as well we had a toilet issue yeah saturday somebody literally broke off the flapper thingy like the what is the thing that you push down to flush the toilet yeah that thing yeah um they broke that off oh man and i'm like how what what how when how did you do this and two so i like Pulled it off, like flushed the toilet because there's a bunch of shit in it. Like somebody had diarrhea. It was nasty. Uh-uh. And so I f- had to flush that down. And then 
I like printed out a sign that said flusher broke, do not use. And then I like locked the door, crawled underneath the stall. Granted, I mean, we mop our floors every night. Yeah. They're clean. You could lick them. They're clean. Mm-hmm. Don't lick the bathroom floors. <laughs> but like, and like then at the end of the night, I was going to check the bathrooms, whatever, pick up paper towels, do whatever you have to yeah. do at the end of the night. Make sure there's no people sleeping on the toilets. Yeah. Yeah. You got to make sure to do that. You, you have to do that mm-hmm. now, apparently. And somebody had fucking opened up the door and there was, it was full of Oh my feces gosh. again. I'm like, come on. I said broke. Yeah. Don't use the bathroom. Jeez Louise. Some people, when they get drinks in them. Yeah. I mean, Ugh. I, to be fair, I have been that person before right. too. I'm not always but, the best person. Yeah. yeah. But not that. Yeah. Some of the things I'm like, how, hmm. how do you, I get when you like start to puke and you don't know. And then you just like need to get to the bathroom. But how do you spew on the floor, on the, on the dryer, mm. on the door, on the sinks and in the bathroom and like every which way, like that's more than one time. And that is now just disrespectful. <laughs> like, oh. like, oh my gosh. But did they end up walk, walking out of the bathroom? And, like, no, we, find we, we didn't find the person. And the bride's actually oh. a cop, and like so was like all of the bridesmaids, and they were just oh, like, no. "What the hell? We need to find these people. We want them out." And I, I mean, was like, honestly, "I'm glad that you guys are on our side too." Honestly, <laughs> though, if I projectile vomited over a bathroom, Greta, I've never done. I would have like fucking high. I'm assuming they did because no one stuck out, but no one stuck out before being like, "Okay, they can't walk. They can't drink." I love it when people can like puke and rally, but at the same time, it's like, um, if you're gonna puke and rally, it's because you're being nicely discreet in the toilet, doing your business, yep. and then moving on. Yep. Not everywhere. That's not, there's no rallying after that. Ugh. Oh, funny. But all in all, successful weekend. Yeah. <laughs> How does it feel like for you being in the craziest part of our years? Like September and October are the busiest months of our I lives. I don't know. It feels. I like, for some reason, love it. But at the same time, like during the weekdays, like Mondays are the worst for me because mm-hmm. I just feel like I have to catch up on everything and get ready for the following weekend or the next weekend. And there's just, like, no getting ahead. But then, like, the days come when it's ready to rock and roll. And I'm like, I'm ready to rock and roll. Like, let's do yeah. this. Mondays are my days of avoidance. Like, I check mm-hmm. in with the people that I, like, that are getting married this week. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, I mentally cannot handle. Mm-hmm. Like, yesterday and today, my brain felt like SpaghettiOs. Yeah. And I wasn't, like, too terribly terrible this time around just because I'm starting to get used to it. Like, you know how you just, like, finally get used to it a little bit more? And my mentality yeah. is stuck in that. I, like, go into it once I'm in it. My head is, like, ready to go. But then once, you know, December comes and then that those months of being a little bit slower than this are when it's harder for me to be as motivated. So this is not is, is better for me, but I'm still just, like... See, dreading yeah. coming to work with I, I literally came in at 8 a.m on Saturday yeah. and I was like perfect I get to do some I'll do some emails I'll get everything caught up and I'll feel good for Monday I did like you know did some of the payroll stuff so that it's not as crazy when it's time for payroll and uh, and some scheduling and some of those things that just like you know drain you down a little bit and then I then I come to work with like 60 emails and I'm like how did I how did how was I away from my my email for a day? And See, this is what I come back to. I had every intention of answering emails Friday night and Saturday night because I had opportunity to, but then like the brides would need something or I want to go check in with somebody and then I just like completely like it would it spaced me because I'm right. so concerned about the people that are getting married that day mm-hmm. that it never like 
occurs to me like, oh, you should check your email to like answer some back of these other couples because mm-hmm. I'm just like so ingrained on like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. give me and Tyler. Which is good. And, it's like, a good way to people. be. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like that's what, that's what you pay us for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then like Monday morning rolls around and you see X amount of emails in your inbox mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm a failure. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how I feel right now is I feel like I'm failing. No, but I know. Then, I like that way too, but we're not. We're doing yeah. good. You're doing good. Thank you. We're, we're, we're <laughs> in the middle of it. Solidarity <laughs> sister. Yeah. I need the, I need the, like pump up right now because this time of year like and come like friday and saturday i'm on i'm on like donkey kong like it's time to fucking go but like it's like oh what about this couple that's getting married three years from now that wants something like Uh what the hell do you do right i know you don't want you can't neglect them but you're like we got time yeah we we don't need to figure out centerpieces right this instant no no um well i did you know one sidebar that i got and we're in the middle of it. We just talked about how it's just no crazy. Yeah. And I got an email or oh, no, no, a voicemail. Oh and no. Even is, worse. This is, this is where I'm like, the heck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> not the heck, the fuck. Like, who leaves voicemails these days? I got a voicemail Friday evening at 5 PM. Well, granted. That's after business hours. Correct. And it's a Friday. And it happened to be from someone who says that they're a fellow vendor, like someone in the industry. Oh and no. It was a real, it was, I don't know the preface of the email, but saying that they do some kind of, they're in the profession of some type of coordinating, but it didn't sound like they actually do any sort of like coordinating. Wedding planning coordination. Right. But like they use those words, but I know they actually don't do that. Yeah. Because people that actually do wedding coordinating and planning and stuff don't actually use those terms. Yeah. Yeah. And they're asking about coming in and just like wanting to come in and look at the space and go talk not like look at numbers oh, and it was like wait, i'm wondering if i got have, this email too it was a voicemail did you get oh so, no i got an email a couple weeks ago similar to this i should we should see the same person okay because then they're like and i'm wondering if you have just time um to tomorrow or the tonight tomorrow or the next day and it's like you're calling me at you're okay if you're actually in the industry there's no way you're you're yeah. you should be calling me at 5 p.m on a friday you should have an event yeah. and why would you think that i'm available on on any an of those days day. yeah it was like yeah. weird how he was like yes i need you now and oh, i was like mm, it was a male yes oh no yeah. i had a woman that's there was many things i was like no mm. and yeah it's like if you're in the industry you should know better yeah also which makes me not want to call you back unfortunately because no, i'm like you're i don't take you seriously that's spam if they're not booked every weekend or like most fridays and saturdays they're not worth working with I'm sorry <laughs> right like, unless like unless you're brand new and you're starting out like it's different but like maybe it is i don't know i'll let you listen to the voicemail yeah also <laughs> come to the freaking winery and just check things out like right come get a glass of wine yeah yeah come look around go visit the spirits room what kind of numbers could we talk I, that doesn't make any sense to me but anyway yeah. we have a guest on today yeah how do you feel about that? Like, I'm, I'm excited. excited. I and mean, it's finally a guest that's like not Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our second guest. But, but then also, it's not someone that we, that it's it's not someone that I see every day. So yeah, it, I'm it's excited. Somebody, I have a really good relationship with her though. And mm-hmm. she's phenomenal and wonderful. But also at sidebar, um, people want Chris back. Yes. They want Chris back. He'll be back. They Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming. We just have to give it a break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get some other people in, and then he'll make another another feature, another, another appearance. appearance. Yes. Jinx, um, me Coke. <laughs> so to get started, we have a glass. We have a bottle of wine that we're going to be sharing with her, mm-hmm. um, and then we're going to give her an introduction. Yeah. We okay. asked her, we texted her a couple of hours ago. We're like, what kind of wine do you like? And she's just like, dry and red. I'm like, 
same. Perfect. Same here. <laughs> yeah. So we went with our Four Oak Red from Chankaska Winery. It's a 2016. It's a red blend of Petite Syrah, Cabernet, Merlot, and Sangiovese. Um, it's a California Appalachian, and it's aged in French and oak, American oak. Let's see. 22 months in French and American oak, and then 29% of new oak. The tasting notes... This is the fourth vintage of the four oak reds that we've had at Chankaska. Mm. The winemaking team hand-selected the best barrels of, from each lot to make up the four oak red. They combined the best several appellations in California, Napa Valley, Lake County, and Lodi. Beautiful. So, yeah. We will crack it open. I'll say, it do is, we need to let it aerate for a little bit? Sure. Aerate? Aerate? Here, get it up to the mic so we can get a good crack in there. I wish it had a cork. I know. Okay, ready? Be quiet. Oh, I'm the wrong person to do this job. <laughs> My hands are so sweaty. Do you want me to do it? No, I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm a professional. Okay. Ooh. What a nice crack. That's a nice crack, but, but my hands are so sweaty right now. <laughs> so we'll let that aerate. We'll grab our, we'll talk about our guests, bring her in, pour some glass of wine and get started. Yeah. So do you to, want to do the introduction? Yes. Okay. So today we are going to have Sarah from Sweet Alice Floral in St. Peter, Minnesota. Um, I have a really close working relationship with Sarah. She does probably about 50% of the weddings at Capitol, mm-hmm. like a ton, because she's on my list, and she's just so wonderful to work with. And I've um, out here a handful of times, but definitely not as much as you do. Yeah, yeah. So we're really excited to have her on. She's super huge into, like, sustainability and doing, like, full wedding decor as well. So she's going to talk to us about, like, florals, decor, sustainability, mm-hmm. and some plans for the future as well for her and her family's company. company. Awesome. So, All righty. Well, let's welcome in Sarah. Hello, this is Sarah Nett from Sweet Alice Floral. Hello. Hi, how are you? I am wonderful and super thrilled to be here with you ladies. We are so excited. You're our first guest that's like not Chris. <laughs> but Chris was an awesome guest. Uh, Chris was um, amazing. Yes. Like we had so much like feedback come back and they're just like, when's Chris coming back on? I was in my car listening to it while I was driving and laughing so hard that at one point I thought I was going to have to pull over. So it was a wonderful episode. He's like, I think like our banter between like me, you and Chris, like it's uh-huh. so funny because like we're all so relatable, mm-hmm. but like also he's just funny. Like, yeah. And you guys have a connection too. So you guys used to work together when he worked at his other venue. Yeah. So you got to say hi to him before we started. I did, which is very exciting. <laughs> I had no idea where he'd gone and I was excited when I found out he was here at Scooped him up. Yeah. yeah. I'm very jealous. Mm-hmm. If I would have known he was looking for another job, I would have well, offered, offered him more point. money. <laughs> I need him. I want him so bad. Can you also, if you're looking custody? for a job, Capron is hiring. Not Chris. <laughs> this is open to the public. <laughs> okay, so back to Sarah. So tell us about your business, how you got started, all that. So I opened Sweet Alice five, five, four years ago. Okay. Um, we started doing the planning five years ago and bought the building. Uh, was it your company that you started on your own? It was. Okay. Um, my husband says I like to jump off cliffs, and I just pray that there'll be something to catch me at the bottom, and so far, <laughs> so good. Uh, but I had I'd been looking for a career change. I had worked mm-hmm. in family services and done some consulting work, mm-hmm. and 
really missed my creative roots. I come from a theatrical design background, mm -hmm. and I called a dear friend of mine from high school who is a third-generation floral designer and said, I think I want to open a flower shop. Yeah. And he said, you're nuts, and I think you'd be great at it. <laughs> so he sat down, and he sent me a PDF called, So You Want to Open Your Own Flower Shop? And he sat down when I was back home in Minot, North Dakota, and went through the entire thing with me and mm -hmm. said, this is how you do this part, this is how you do this. Mm -hmm. And I got to the end of it, and I'm like, this is all business stuff what about the design? What about the, like, the actual work of putting flowers together? Oh, he's like, oh, no, 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 you're fine. <laughs> okay, he's like, yeah. no, you have a design background, you're fine. He mm -hmm. said, the business stuff is more important. So I jumped off a cliff, we built out the building. Um, the name came about because I was searching for a name and I kept proposing things to my husband and he's very blunt. If he doesn't like it. It comes in handy, right? <laughs> it does. And you learn how to not take things personally. Yeah. Uh, but it, like I would bring something to him and he'd be like, no, honey. And I called him one day when he was commuting to his job in North Dakota and said, what about Sweet Alice? Mm -hmm. And he said, that's perfect. And he kind of started crying mm -hmm. on the phone. Oh, and the reason I named it that is that is our daughter. It is also a name for the flower sweet alyssum that Megan oftentimes yeah. has growing in front of the cow <laughs> Honestly, so. it's a great flower and it spreads. spreads. It looks beautiful. And it's marvelous and it flowers all summer and it smells oh, like I honey. I love that. Yeah. I had no idea it was like kind of like a pun in a way as well. And it I, I'm a sucker for a pun. It attracts <laughs> bees though, so you don't want to do well. Oh no, I would not do well. <laughs> oh, are you allergic to bees? Uh, We'll say I am, just so it makes sense. <laughs> no, she's just deathly just afraid. Just so it makes sense. She to, hates like, bugs. Giving me excuse to hate it so much. Not bugs, but literally today is a good example. I literally stood out screaming outside the window of our offices because there's a whole bunch of the wasps in front of it, and I didn't know. I was throwing, trying to throw wood chips at him to try and get him to go away so I could open up the door. Chris had to come to my rescue. You've killed six flies since I've been here flies this afternoon. Don't scare <laughs> shit. Don't, flies don't scare me. I will kill all you of them. You hate bugs. So like You just hate bugs. Bees scare me. Bees scare you. Yes. You and Alice would get along well. Bees scare her too. She, yeah. She'll find me in the flower gardens and be like, Mommy, there's a bee. There's bees all around me, honey. I'm yep. fine. Yeah. <laughs> you don't so. hurt them, they don't hurt you, but you, you can't. You can tell me that a million times and it doesn't matter. Oh, and they can smell fear, which it always makes it better, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, no, that's, you're screwed. Uh huh. That's why. I'm scared. I usually like run after them with a shoe and I'm like, I'm going to get you. Oh, no. Does that actually help to make the bees angry? No, okay. I, I grabbed one. I thought I stunned one one time. Oh, the last wedding that you were at. Uh, no, not last wedding you were at. Um, there was a wedding that you were at in like August at Capitorum. And I thought I stunned it. I did not. <laughs> how, do you, how do you stun it? I don't know. I thought I hit it good enough with my shoe and I didn't. Oh. And like I stuck like my arm through my sleeve and I went to grab it and it stung me like the middle mm -hmm. finger. So it was really fun all night being like, I got stung by a bee. <laughs> and I'm like sticking my middle finger out. Brilliant. Yeah. If you're going to hit a bee, you got to make sure you kill it. Um, how many weddings do you do a year? Uh, so we're between 30 and 35 right now, and that mm. is a capacity of hands issue. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. because I started the retail shop and I did do weddings when I first opened, but I did very few. Mm -hmm. The wedding business has grown much faster than the shop business has. Yeah. It's because and you do cool, you do cool shit though. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> I enjoy doing cool shit. Uh, but yeah, it's just a capacity right now. I'm bringing in a freelancer to do weddings with me because oh, yeah. my employees are all in the shop, mm -hmm. so I need another set of hands. Mm -hmm. So, yep. And so, um, what were you doing before you went into the floral business? Right before, I was doing consulting with municipalities regarding community engagement, 
uh, which seems kind of strange. That's, but a, <laughs> that's was, a mouthful. It was. Uh, so I studied public administration in grad school okay. because I thought I wanted to be a public servant, and then I realized exactly what that was and went, <laughs> no, thank you. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I was working yeah. with municipal government to teach them how to actually reach out and get citizen input on the things that they're doing as a city because mm-hmm. nobody gets involved at a local level. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So in like the St. Peter area or like Mankato area or where? I was in southern Minnesota, so I worked with okay. a few mi- municipalities throughout southern Minnesota. Okay. Yep. Well, that's an admirable job. Yeah, it sounds oh, like a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of research. It's a lot of, because yeah. I would go in and actually teach staff members, mm-hmm. this is how you host a community engagement event mm-hmm. that actually makes people show up and allows you to get information. Mm-hmm. That's more than what you get on a, you know, Likert survey where you have your one to five scale or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you dig into that and really figure mm-hmm. out what the community needs? And so, I, oh, I, nope, keep on going. I was going to say, I loved it. It is absolutely exhausting to do that kind yeah. of work. Yeah, yeah. So when you were talking about how you made the leap to go into the floral business, you had mentioned that you had some design background, or mm-hmm. what was that? Uh, so first I should say, I worked in my first floral shop when I was 15 years old okay. and learned to process flowers. And... I love flowers. I've loved my flowers my whole life. They're your passion? They are my passion, mm-hmm. and I married a man who has never given me flowers. He's known me almost 30 years. <laughs> rude. Oh, no. 30 rude, years Scott. Rude. And he has never brought me flowers because he doesn't see the point in um, You are a modern woman, though. You can buy your own flowers. Like, don't we need don't to. need men to shop. buy yeah, flowers. Yeah, she has a shop. She's around them all day every but day. I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, you don't need to buy me flowers because I'm a modern woman. I can buy my own flowers, like... I bring home buy me jewelry from though, weddings. <laughs> right? You need jewelry. Buy me jewelry. Yeah. Gotcha. See, and uh, mine, you know, my jewelry is my Apple Watch and my wedding band because <laughs> I get caught on things otherwise. Um, so yeah, I started in a flower shop and I did theater and stuff. And I started out on stage. And when I was nineteen, I was like, I do not like being on stage. I don't mm-hmm. like people looking at me, which is a problem. Same. Uh, <laughs> like being behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hide behind the scenes. I so, like hiding in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I moved to costume design and I did costume and scenic design for uh, mm-hmm. my bachelor's degree along with women's studies and did that and made wedding gowns and like oh. just that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I really love the creative. I hate the fact that the return on investment, like watching something take place, I didn't get instantaneous gratification. Mm-hmm. And I am somebody who really likes instantaneous <laughs> gratification. <laughs> Uh, so I did that for a while and I, you know, I kind of wandered, got married, had a kid, did community engagement mm-hmm. work. And then I was like, I want to do something creative. Mm-hmm. I want to own a business that is founded in my values. Like I value sustainability. I want my kid to have a healthy planet to live on. So yeah. that's where this all came from. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Talk to us a little bit about like sustainability when it like relates to, like weddings and like that kind of stuff. Like... What the fuck do you do with like all this stuff after your wedding? <laughs> okay, so one of the big parts of sustainability is first and foremost staying away from floral foam, which is just instant microplastics in the environment. Yeah, you use moss, right? I use moss. I to use to connect all the flowers to yeah. your bouquets. So earth. I use moss roulade mecha- mechanics that we create and we reuse them in the shop. Oh. I use fiber floral, which is actually a new product that is made from basalt stone. So it 
breaks down essentially into dirt when you're done with it. Yeah. Um, which is really cool as far as getting rid of things. So we are big composters. I have mm-hmm. a ginormous compost bin behind my shop. <laughs> Megan has a key. Megan does have a key. So whenever it's she has compost, compost yeah, I have, I have a key. Is. If you want to like compost any shit, just okay. let me know. I got a key. <laughs> People were throwing trash in there and then I would have to climb into oh, our dumpster no. to pull it out because there's busy apartments enough. all around us. You can't do that. So... We compost anything that's left over. Um, I really encourage couples when we do compotes and we do table arrangements and stuff, I will put them in a liner that can be lifted out so people can take them home and I can take my rentals back and nobody has to worry about it. Send them with grandma. Send them with the bridesmaids. Like, send them with somebody. Like, we've had so many weddings where at the end of the night, I'm like, take a flower. Because, like, literally all this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I have some employees that like on okay, staff nice. that'll like literally like take them and like bring them to Vagabond Village. Your staff will take them to mm-hmm. like it's But does Vagabond Village or Vagabond Village take yes. them? Um, well, I have one employee that I think she kind of works there. I'm not 100% sure, to oh. be honest with you. Well, that's um, cool but enough. like, she'll like, she has brought, we had a, you and I have talked about this mm-hmm. too. But I had a floral wedding that was like seven to $8,000 one time. They did so many florals. Mm-hmm. One of my employees literally took all the florals, repurposed them, and like just let, like, left all like loose vase, like loose buds. And then mm-hmm. if somebody came into Vagabond Village that day, they could buy a vase and like literally fill that vase with as many flowers as they wanted and they got the flowers for free. Well, that is super cool. That yeah. is a great way to repurpose them. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. I mean, because how many, like, why not take, the flowers are going to die. Like, mm-hmm. why not take them home? Give them to somebody that wants, or the, to the nursing home. I know during COVID, like, it was a thing that, like, you couldn't do. But, like, why not now? Mm-hmm. Bring them to the hospital. Bring them to COVID. Bring them to, bring them to COVID. Yeah, Bring them to the nursing home. Like, bring them, bring Places them to your great aunt that them. you haven't seen. Like, bring yeah. them somewhere. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I've actually been thinking about taking them to the co-op and just leaving them on tables in the co-op. Oh, that's a good <laughs> yeah. idea, too. I forget about the so, co-op. Mm-hmm. But that's the whole thing is they're in transient. Yes, they're going to die, but they make people happy. So yeah. take some flowers, mm-hmm. be happy. Don't ever take my vases or my compost. Just take the flowers. <laughs> also, my cat loves sweet Alice flowers. Um, when I bring flowers home from your weddings, like that you do with me, he will sniff and smell those flowers all night long. Cute. Other flowers, Instead of just he like will not eating them or batting them away. No, he doesn't eat them. He loves to smell them. He's he's crazy. He's actually but other people's human. flowers. He'll he'll do that. No, he won't even go near them. Oh, okay. it's something he's about your flowers. You use like very like florally scented like roses and stuff. And I've brought mm-hmm. some like bouquets home from that, and he will sit on the counter all night long and smell them. Oh, that's so he cute. He won't like lick them or anything. Oh, I have photos. Okay. I promise I'll send them to you. Okay. I am grateful that there's a cat in the world that just smells them because he I have them. to put flowers way up in my house or three cats or after them and they will <laughs> yeah, destroy them in short order. Maui yeah. knows. He's a professional. And back to um, <laughs> our significant others not getting us flowers. That's what I chalk it up to. I bring flowers home too much after no. weddings. So Nick, Nick still needs that. to buy you flowers and he can buy them from Sweet Alice Floral Shop. There we go. Well, I always tell men when they come in, they're like, I'm buying flowers from my wife. I'm like, that's a really good idea because otherwise they open a flower shop and that costs a bit more than some flowers. <laughs> Very so, true. <laughs> just reality check. Make sure your wife doesn't do this to you. Yes. Yeah. So I honestly had no idea that your the way that your business model is as structured has so much sustainability in it. 
Oh yeah, and I have been a local flower user since the get-go. Um, mm -hmm. The Twin Cities Floral Exchange actually opened a year before I opened my shop. And it started out as just a few local flower farmers. There was a woman who, she does beautiful floral design, mm -hmm. and she was like, I wanna work with local farmers, but I don't wanna have to drive around to five different farms right. to get my flowers every week, because it's time consuming. So she opened the Twin Cities Floral Exchange, and she's still there, she's in year number six. They just moved to their own building, it's incredible. And I have access to 25 different flower farmers just through that market. That's awesome. Um, it's extraordinary just flowers. and yeah. they are all chemical free. They are grown in ways that actually support the earth that supports our mm -hmm. profession. So that's a huge part of it for me. Um, I am uh, starting my own flower farm. Ooh, my husband yeah, and I. An expand so excited. Uh, well, we decided to buy a farm this year. We hadn't really planned on it. Like it was the long-term plan to buy yeah, a farm. Yeah. And then the stars aligned and we ended up with a farm south of Mankato. All right. I am actually growing already for my weddings this year. I have Yay. passed five or six weddings have all had my flowers in them in addition really? to other locals. Yeah. This so is great. It's super fun. I love growing flowers, but you'll never find me in the retail shop again because mm -hmm. between the growing and the weddings, I'm like, this is what I yeah. do now. Well, yeah. and like you recently bought your building. Oh, we bought the building back in 2017 and oh, finished shit. it. Oh, shit. So Oh, why did I think in. this just happened in like 2021? Um, we just took over, Sweet Alice took over the entirety of the building. Okay, so we have an apartment right. upstairs. That's right. So yep. we had 1,700 square feet downstairs and it was getting to the point where when I had myself and my three employees in there during holidays and stuff, we could not move anymore. Mm -hmm. And if I was doing a wedding, that was me working until 1 a.m. because I couldn't work on it when the shop was open. Yeah. So we had uh, some college students living upstairs and in June of this year, when they finished off their college year, they mm -hmm. moved out and I took over the apartment and that's my studio space now and where awesome. I do all of my work. So. Yeah. So yeah. with your expansion of the um, farm, mm -hmm. are you? How does that work with the um, varieties of flowers that you offer in the shop? So I dahlias right now. Like you will see, mm -hmm. when something is in season, you'll find a lot of it in my cooler because yeah. yes, I use some of it for weddings, but mm -hmm. I'm gonna put it in the cooler, and it's not going to be sold at what you would normally pay to a florist. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna be paying that for it because it's really just excess crops of mine and I want everybody to enjoy flowers. Yeah. Dahlias are so. beautiful too like especially this time of year like they're just like it's a nice like it brings you a little bit of like sunshine and like it's not like I feel like in fall you're you're going into like winter months so you're kind of like hitting that dread but like it brings you some of that like summer yet like that in a way lightness and that airiness yeah. and yeah so I'm trialing five different varieties this year I have white dahlias that are nine inches across they're Ooh. just oh my god huge beautiful you'll actually get to see some of them this weekend if you're around yes. um but they're gorgeous Save some, take pictures <laughs> i think there might be some in the wedding at the capitol this Ooh, weekend okay too. i'll take so, pictures <laughs> we, we all like we'll, we'll take pictures uh but yeah that's an expansion in that you when you think about sustainability and you think about how far most flowers have to travel mm -hmm. that is a huge part of their carbon footprint. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. getting rid of that transportation yeah. piece is huge. I and I will say I don't know that much about like floral and just plant like the names of plants and everything. Mm -hmm. I talk to my vineyard manager all the time and he's like, I think we're gonna plant these flowers here at this point and then it'll go into this one and this and this and then we're gonna put these there. And I'm like 
I really want to be able because like I'm he has to work with me on it because I have so much to do with like the grounds <laughs> and I'm like hold on let me google that let me google that one too okay those look great and uh, I just love hearing you guys talk about these and I'm just gonna come to your shop all the time and just start to get familiarized yeah. with everything and we're even more lucky here because we have lime bush. So they grow year-round in greenhouses here in Minnesota. Yep. Oh. So I can literally get Minnesota-grown flowers 12 months of the year. Wow. They are, lime so. bush is incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I were a sponsor of this podcast, to be honest with you. But <laughs> Emily, Emily, if you're listening, uh, you I should get a hold of Megan. We should, um, <laughs> you and I should both, like, CC, or we should both send Emily a message and, like, CC each other on the email and be like, so you should listen to the corner booth. Um, we talked about you. You should come on. Right. That would be wonderful. She's incredible. she is amazing. Yeah. I love working with her. I submitted my first order for the first time the other day. I'm so I haven't dropped off a key you. at your place yet. So, like, in, just in case I'm not there, you can, like, submit my order or collect my order for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I hope that's okay. I already okayed it with them. So, yeah, that's totally fine with me. Uh, yeah, so that's wonderful. I still import roses. You cannot run a flower shop. You cannot do weddings without importing roses. There's so many, like, even, like, greenery you have to import. Like, you and I had a very long discussion one day because, so, for those of you who don't know, like, Sarah, for the last last open house and, like, future open houses, Sarah's going to be, like, the main designer of these open houses. Like, she's incredible, obviously. Um, but, like, you and I have talked many times about, like, importing all these greens to do these magnificent, like, pieces so people can come into the capital room and kind of see like oh shit we can do cool stuff like this and mm-hmm. sarah's like the mastermind behind all that stuff and as far as the greens go i'm actually really good at sticking with american grown greens mm-hmm. um unless i need a rare tropical or something of that nature i'm yeah. usually i mean there are certain suppliers that i just order directly from the growers i'm like i need two bales of smilax on this date but you have the ability to do that, whereas mm-hmm. most people do not because you're so much higher up in, like, the floral world than, like, an average Joe. Right. Like, our normal, like, a normal couple that's getting married at Chancasco or at Capitaroom cannot go to, like, Sam's Club or Costco or whatever and order all these greenery, whereas you can go out and order all these really cool greens yeah. and stuff like that where... Like, and it's going to come in as, like, quality. Right. And I'm going to know what's in season. I have yeah. a lot of people keep eucalyptus. Folks, if you're listening to this, <laughs> um, silver dollar eucalyptus does not look fantastic in August and September. Mm. And some of it I grow, I, I purchase mostly California-grown eucalyptus. You're in a drought. You're in wildfire season. Mm. All the and time. that, like, impacts the way things are growing. And so if I'm doing eucalyptus for a wedding, I typically have to order about an extra 50% just to make sure that as I'm growing through, I'm going to have enough that's usable. And it's got nothing to do with my my suppliers or the farmers. It is simply a climate issue. Mm -hmm. So trust your florist when they're like, you shouldn't use that that time of year. And that's one thing that when you're planning a wedding, you don't see how much goes into the trade that you're in. Like, no, they're not thinking about that. You see, eucalyptus has been a trend that you thought was going to come and pass, but it has been for how many years? I'm in season number five with it. Yeah. So, yeah. And at that point, everyone's seen it so much. They're like, okay, no, easy peasy. We can have it. Well, any time of the year, it doesn't matter. We can have it. So it's hard to know, you know, that if you're not within. Or when seeded eucalyptus goes into its cup stage and looks terrible, which is 
like all the time april through the end of july <gasps> yes i was just gonna say so it's like march through june but yeah april through july yep okay. and then it starts looking pretty again in august just as silver dollar is going down the drain mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i but speaking of uh like, different trends so we everyone loves eucalyptus <laughs> yes. but what is a trend that you love so this is a past trend that I am completely in love with it. And before I say anything else, I'm going to acknowledge that these bouquets were incredibly heavy. <laughs> but the oversized bouquets I where love you have uh -huh. bouquet. florals and, and just, like, greenery, and they just heap. And I want no bouquets abundance. to be the size of me. Right. Right, and I have made bouquets the size yes. of you, Megan. Yes, um, <laughs> I've like lifted one. Brides have been tinier than me, and like I've picked up their bouquet, and I'm like, oh, I hope you've been at the gym lately because <laughs> this is heavy. Yeah, there were it's some the good ones. Does. Yeah, I have actually been perfecting some techniques to keep them lighter, but still keep them the right size. So we're working on that because, yeah, I keep saying I don't know if this bridal bouquet is light or it's the fact that I've done so many weddings at this point that I've built the muscles to hold them. <laughs> You're like, well, shoot, sure. <laughs> I don't even know how bad this it is easy. for you. <laughs> one arm, one arm about? here. <laughs> this is just arm day. What? <laughs> um, so I loved oversized bridal bouquets. They okay. were. I, I love them too. I'm, I'm on board. Just romantic and lush mm -hmm. and wonderful. Mm -hmm. What trends do you see for the future? So one of the things that I'm super happy about, because I am booking next year's weddings already. Mm -hmm. uh, and probably 2024, too. I have not gotten any 2024 inquiries oh, yet. But like, I am booking out through November right now of 2023. So if okay. you're listening, I don't have a lot of consults open right now. But get in before the end of the year, because yeah. it's probably going to be booked by the end mm -hmm. of the year. Um, a lot more flowers, a lot less greenery. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. you've noticed that too, yeah. mm -hmm. but it's gorgeous. There are, they use tones and they're using palettes that are wonderful. Uh, mm -hmm. Whether it's like that really pale pastel springy palette, or if they're going with the really deep jewel tones and the mm -hmm. moodiness in the fall, mm -hmm. it's mostly florals now. You're not seeing those bunches of eucalyptus or those bunches of ruscus. So the three candles with eucalyptus spread on 30 tables. Mm -hmm. How many We're times not have we done that? I don't, I don't want to say because it's, a lot. it's been too many. Pinterest is wonderful for ideas. However, don't Honest. copy the things that are on there. Take them and make them your style. Sarah, are you on TikTok? No. <laughs> is Good. Alice Stay on TikTok? Because if you do, you'll never get off. I see that's my problem. If I have social media, I scroll. So I mm -hmm. oh, don't horrible even about my business pages because I can't have it on my phone. I'm not allowed. I feel like when I've like well, looked at like, <laughs> yes, exactly. When I've looked at like TikTok lately, everything's been very floral heavy lately. And I feel like that's going to like be that like trend that people are like, oh, I saw this on TikTok. It's great. Like, Pinterest, so I think TikTok, that TikTok, Instagram, yeah, there, do it. It's so, going to be great. So for like this industry. I have been told that I need a TikTok for the business because apparently it's really cool to watch me dance around while I'm making bouquets because I don't stand still oh, when so I work. Oh, so you need a TikTok okay. to be featured so on it. I need a TikTok to show people how I build things. Let's tell yes. Lizzie to like record you without you knowing. I'll text her. Oh, no. She doesn't even have to record me without knowing. Like, <laughs> there's a tripod and everything in my studio. Oh, no. I just... I'm so tech adept <laughs> that I haven't set I it up. I feel you. I'm right there with you. <laughs> you just need someone to just be like, please come film me. My yeah, computer is misbehaving lately, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. But I see you like rocking out to Beyonce, like in the back office, like, yeah, 
single woman. Yeah, like get married. <laughs> um, honestly, this is almost embarrassing, but it's a lot of bad religion and white stripes in my oh studio. My <laughs> uh, I am an old That's what you punk kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm an old punk kid from the you 90s. Know. So you like sad music. It's not sad. But it's the angry. Like kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, same thing. <laughs> same thing. Um, but the white stripes aren't all angry. I mean, <laughs> not usually happy. Uh, I do sometimes listen to Mum- Mumford you know, and Sons and Sarah Bareilles. Okay, yeah. like there's oh, other so things yeah. I listen okay. to. Yeah, you got but yep. lately, there's yep. been a lot of Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm happy. We're, with we're in middle wedding season. <laughs> that okay. makes sense. I-, I will agree, though. Like, if you're putting that type of music on, then they're they're channeling that feeling that you're just like almost like watching from afar, and then you get to channel in your your like. It's GSD kind of music. Get shit done. It is. It is. GSD, get shit done. <gasps> we'll make merch that says GSD, but we have to coin is Dan Dinsmore thing? on it. Is no, that we have, no it, it's a Dan Dinsmore term oh, that he used okay. 10 years like, ago when I started working for him. We no. say get on things and do stuff at my house, but that's from my <laughs> husband's profession. Get yes. on things and do stuff. No, okay, so get it. shit done is how normal people talk. <laughs> yeah. And it really yeah. Is. I like get on things and do stuff. <laughs> that's funnier. Like, it's longer, but. Yeah, yeah get shit done. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, back to what I was saying is that, like, I think that it helps you get just more calm internally because the external part is a little more chaotic. Right. And if I can center myself in whatever way I need to do that, Mm -hmm. um, that helps. It really does. It's funny when I'm doing arches, oftentimes at the Kappa Room, Megan will have this lovely romantic music going, (laughs) and I have my AirPods in, and... It is. I don't know why you have AirPods and I'm playing like the most romantic you song. You are. Right? You. I am listening to Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> oh, that's what you mean by that. AirPods <laughs> as I'm designing. I can play some like Cardi B if you want. Okay, like just let me know. Like, <laughs> this Or on Saturday morning, I was kind of, oh no, it was a Friday. Friday, I was like putting things on, like doing stuff before Bill showed up. And I just turned on our Sirius XM. Oh, and no. the staff from the whatever time last time from cleanup, they had turned on TikTok talk radio and I hadn't changed it and it was blasting and I was kind of like you know what we got a long night kind of a vibe I'm just gonna go like this I was already halfway across the room so it's like I'm not going back and then they came in and finally after like three songs I was like this is this might be weird like we're playing really loud like and it's like rap music I should probably change this (laughs) you're probably not interested in this that's why I keep mine to myself Honestly, I love Michael Bublé in the morning. It's so relaxing. Like, ah, uh, no, I'll fall asleep. I need something that will pick me up a little bit. I need. I'm not there. In the, I'm not there that early in the morning. I don't know how you're there at 8 a.m. I mean, I don't. Not always. No, I, I don't know how you've done. I have not been at cap room at 8 a.m. since May. Oh, good for I, you. I know, but That's I'm great. there till two, three in the morning. Because yeah. then you and Chris show up with a bottle of wine. That was once. <laughs> Only once. <laughs> I don't know how it hasn't happened more, like, yeah. to be honest. Well, give it time. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah. Oh. No, no, you go. Oh, you okay. Go. I was going to say that we were talking about different trends um, and, like, just installations before. So what is your favorite installation? So I, A, installations are one of my favorite things to do. Okay. Like, installations, like bridal bouquets, and groom's boutonnieres, those are the things after my own your heart. heart and soul. Pause. One second. Hmm. Can we just put this out into the universe? Do more magnetic boutonnieres. No. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> never mind. I did not say that. Never mind. Never um, mind. Never mind. Did you get mad about The Bachelor? Oh, 
No, I hate pitting boutonnieres. So this is one of the things I love. I love a good groom's pocket square. Yeah. You do. <gasps> no, yes, yes, yes. No, pocket florals. Saturday's wedding did all pocket florals for pocket everybody. Florals. Oh, sweetheart, oh, yes. It is. Pocket florals. But They're the gr- fantastic. Love it. Lovely. The groom's father, the bride's father, like all those other people um, did like pin on things, but all the groomsmen did uh, like pocket boutonniere like pocket square boutonniere Women, things love yeah them. oh my god beautiful They're amazing okay tell us what those are because most people don't know about them and they still want to do like the pin on boutonnieres and i hate pinning them this is two two birds one stone yes. oh yeah beautiful and they're wonderful. So uh, pocket boutonniere is in place of a fabric pocket square, mm, which beautiful. most yep. men of this generation don't know what to do with anyhow. And they pin them on the wrong no side. No one knows yeah. where to put them, yeah. how to so, do it. Yeah, boutonnieres are tricky. We send out, like, No, you have instructions <laughs> cards. And I've looked at them, oh, like, I bitch, that. I know how to pin a flower. Wait, Who are you? you? Stop that. putting them in the captor I know that you know that. But it goes in everything because I don't package our boutonnieres. I, I build them and then my employees but package I them. But I pin all captor flowers because I'm anal. Well, unless you're and not retentive. there, Did you, did you Megan. do our floral, our boutonnieres this past weekend? I did not do anything in St. Pierre. I was in Otana last weekend. Okay. Yeah. They, did, they had a the, the little The pocket squares? Yeah. Oh, the instructions? Yeah. It is just, there are so many people that have no idea how to pin those things. Thank and you for doing that. It's, it can be disastrous if you don't know what you're doing and all of a sudden yeah. you have have rose heads popping off and it's bad yes um so it's in place of a pocket square it's a bunch of florals that are in the breast pocket of a suit or a tuxedo yeah. in replace of like yeah a pocket square yeah, yeah. fabric we're gonna post one on instagram so yeah. you guys can see it and it'll be a new trend mm-hmm. that maybe yep. a lot of people don't know about yep i did the first one the first one that I actually got paid for was at the capital room and it was <gasps> back in 2020 <gasps> yes I think. Yep. because the bride's bouquet was, was literally bigger than the bride I think it weighed weighed more than the bride. You got pocket square florals, or pocket florals, and you got your big, yeah. Well, that was the couple that walked in and said, we don't know anything about flowers other than that we love them. Yeah, no, we want, no, their exact words were, we want all the flowers. And not like, okay, like this. Like, we want all the flowers. We were happy with them and all... Mm-hmm. Oh, and I got to do their wedding twice because they did a oh, small yeah. outdoor oh, wedding on their original date, I yep. believe, and then a larger reception yeah. in celebratory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they did a ceremony though. They did mm-hmm. like the whole like renew the vows because I remember they washed each other's feet. Um, oh, and I'm I remember not, you I'm, telling me about I'm this. I'm not a feet person, so I'm just like, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, no feet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, um. Yeah, no, her bouquet was incredible. Colorful, beautiful, like all the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love that. Okay, so I think that one thing that would really help couples and people who are listening that are planning weddings is to understand the pricing and how the business works, or especially for your like florals and your business when they're inquiring for you. Um, so pricing, I always say there's ranges. We mm-hmm. have a budgeting guide on our wedding website okay. that the website. hopefully makes it a little more convenient for people. The pricing is a trick because it depends entirely on the flowers that you're doing, mm-hmm. the season mm-hmm. that you're in, if you're buying something out of season or in season. So there's a lot of variables there. What I will say with pricing is at this point, like I can tell you 
Depending on the size of your bridal party, if you're doing personal flowers, you're looking somewhere between 800 for a pretty small size bridal party, up to 1500 for and your. That's for the full bridal party. That's for the full bridal party. Okay. What you it's carry, what you wear. Um, that's usually the smallest part of a wedding where people get mm -hmm. caught off guard is when it comes to the large installations. And mm -hmm. the thing with those is not only are you buying the flowers, but when we do installations, we have to do them the morning of. Mm -hmm. I am usually in the shop by 5.30 or 6 a.m. those mornings, getting everything yeah. loaded up to go to where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. um, and it takes me hours to build them on site. Mm -hmm. So you're paying not only for the flowers, installations take a lot more flowers than anything else. You are paying for that labor of me being there for a full eight-hour shift on your wedding day as well. And what's yeah. your no most normal installation that you do on site? Uh, we do a lot of arches, although mm -hmm. I'm starting to see people move towards more asymmetrical kind of abstract floral pieces yep. that we can mm -hmm. do in a modular form so they can be repurposed mm -hmm. after the wedding, which I'm really excited about. Those are so fun. I love those. I love them Especially too. Especially for my venue. Sorry, but... Yeah, and if you can move something around, you know, couples are always like, well, how mm -hmm. can I repurpose things? Well, let's figure out what we can mm -hmm. do to make sure that you're not paying for ceremony flowers just for the ceremony, but they can be used at your reception in mm -hmm. some way. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I my biggest tip with couples is always, no matter what, you spend your money on bride's bouquets, you spend your money on groom's boutonnieres, and go for one wow piece that's going to frame the two of you as a couple. Like mm -hmm. those, to me, are the most important pieces. They're gonna call mm -hmm. attention to where they need to be. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on like, I've had a lot of couples recently like do instead of like bridesmaids bouquets doing like bridesmaids like corsages and stuff like that like as a florist like how do you feel about like that change fantastic you want two stems of hydrangea as a bridesmaids bouquet i think that's a great way to save your budget for things that are really important to you and your flowers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it's wonderful when i get to make big lush bridesmaids bouquets they're beautiful and so many times they get left behind at the end of the night. They're one of the most common things to be left behind yeah. at weddings. Mm -hmm. And I just, it breaks my heart because that was a lot of money that the couple put into those mm -hmm. flowers. So a single rose, there's nothing wrong with that. A single dahlia for your bridesmaids. Keeping you know, it like simple and classic I versus. I love that. Yeah. Every time, anytime I've been a bridesmaid, I, I grab the floor or the bouquet because when, when I need to and it's not something you carry around because you want to. Right. Do you think that the... Like, do you think that's becoming a trend where people are going to do less bouquets for the bridesmaids versus, like, doing more, like, corsages or, like, nothing for them? Uh, in my consults right now, I'm seeing people still doing bridesmaids bouquets. I'm seeing a lot of the groomsmen's flowers go away. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm seeing a lot of family flowers go away for mm -hmm. moms, for grandmas, for dads, for grandpas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, like, if you have to make choices about a budget... I think there are better places you can put your floral budget than I into agree. some of those pieces. I mean, each piece for a bridesmaid is a table. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's another way to look at it is each bridesmaid's bouquet you don't do is a really great centerpiece you can do. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you had to cut money out of like your budget for stuff, and it's one of our questions too from like one of our listeners, um, it's like money saving tips. But like if you had to pick as a florist, what would you choose? Would you rather have bridesmaids? bouquets or would you rather have like centerpieces or boutonnieres or like what if you had to put your floral money to something what would you, what would it be go ahead do you I have a different say, way to phrase that well i was gonna say put more top five like yeah you have, top to, five. You have to put it in for, like we give her five things and she says what's yes. le most important least important yes so yes. bridesmaids bouquet 
groomsmen, boutonnieres. Um, you, you can chime in. I'm trying to think, like, I don't even know, centerpieces, installation. Let's do installation. Yep, okay. installation. You're going to do a centerpiece no matter what, or yep. adding to your centerpiece. Yep. Or, I mean, and not everybody does floral centerpieces, so there are That's other true. ways to do centerpieces right. as well. I know, right. but you have awesome, like, great you also have great like options for centerpieces too like your flicker candles Mm -hmm. you're not spending how much money buying pillar candles or floating candles or all this stuff like you have those options in your shop that people can rent out right and that's Mm -hmm. one of the big things is i see so many brides go out and buy their own vases and buy their own vessels Mm -hmm. please stop like do not put your money there i so one of the ways that we're actually expanding is we're putting rental collections together because I have a full line of rentals right. now yeah. in pretty much every style that you can think of. Rent those things from your florist. Mm. Let them create those pieces in something that you can pull out, you can take the flowers with you, and we can take the vessel back. It, costs, it saves you more money than you can imagine. Mm. And as somebody who, has, who is related to a younger sister who is very much a DIY human being and DIY'd her wedding... I am fairly certain she still has vases left from that wedding, like 30 <laughs> of them, and no idea what to do with them. Yeah. Because you're never going to need 30 of the same vase mm-hmm. again. No. So, and don't buy candles. So we have Patria flameless LED candles, mm-hmm. and we use rechargeable lithium-ion batteries in them mm-hmm. with the idea that we can just keep using these over and over and over again. We rent them for less than it costs you to buy candlesticks. And we take them back at the end of the night so you don't have to worry about keeping and, all that stuff. And that is yeah. great that you, the, uh, like, how much you charge for it versus how much they pay for it when in this type of business, usually you charge way more. And so it's nice that you. Well, and it's gonna cost you double the price to buy them from Amazon or IKEA or wherever the hell you're gonna buy candles mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. And I also, I mean, I look at it from a sustainability perspective too. Mm-hmm. Yes, I ordered all of these things in as rental items. I ordered them once, they were shipped once, yep. and that's the only time that we ever have to use that kind of truck space, mm-hmm. that kind of So fuel. instead of, yeah, yeah, paying yeah. for that. So, okay, let's do the top, let's do four, because I think maybe four. So The first bou- place I would put money okay. is, well, other than the bridal bouquet and boutonnieres, I mean, if you know if you have two brides or two grooms, whatever, mm-hmm. put your money onto the personal flowers that you as a couple are wearing first. Yes. The next thing do an installation. Mm -hmm. It sounds Mm -hmm. insane, Mm -hmm. but flowers aren't there to be the star of the show. They're there to feature and frame the stars of the show. Mm -hmm. And it's a really great way to attract attention. And it's unique. It's unique. And a good installation can be used for your ceremony. And again, for your dinner reception to frame the couple. Mm -hmm. And again, as a photo booth prop Mm -hmm. for the rest of the night. So you're not spending separate money on all of those things. Um, Mm -hmm. After that, I would say... Then for me would probably come centerpieces and mm-hmm. those little things that mm-hmm. just elevate that every member of, not every member, but every guest at your wedding can enjoy. Mm-hmm. People, it's nice to have something in the middle of the table. Right. And yeah. And depending on where the budget is, you can pick half the tables, half florals, half of them don't. So then maybe, you know, whatever your decoration is, lanterns, something like that yeah. are, you know, the, the other like show-stopping piece right like, and you yep. have half of them doing that and then yep. the other half are florals so then you're at least right. taking mm-hmm. that budget down to like where it makes sense for you exactly yep. and mix high budget low budget things mix some really lovely little white ceramic bud vases with larger compote pieces on other tables and give people some differentiation so there's some interest in the room as well mm-hmm. 
then it is bridesmaids bouquets and then finally groomsmen's boutonnieres because mm -hmm. let's be honest i cannot tell you how many times i have seen groomsmen get their boutonniere pinned on but i spent <laughs> so much time perfecting and then they break they're it not, within yeah, 30 they're not minutes easy just to put this little no. thing together and make right. it look perfect no in so many ways, they're super difficult because you're working in this really tiny space doing this very intricate work. Mm -hmm. And then they take their jacket off and toss their jacket over the back of the chair and you see the head of a rose go flying and you're just like, I didn't see that. I'm just going to pretend yeah. I didn't see My that. My heart broke a little bit. Going. I'm going to look away. Right. And hopefully they make it through pictures. So yeah. that's kind of my order of importance. Mm -hmm. The couple and what frames them and then everything else comes after that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. I know we've kind of this whole time we've been talking about this, um, but maybe it's just like a like a blunt statement. Um, what would be your biggest advice that you have for couples? And this would be like keeping in, in thought of like the season, time of year, the different venue that you're at, all the different mm -hmm. attributes that come together as one. Uh, my best advice as far as everything in general? or <laughs> There's so many um, different options of like where yeah. you could go with it. Best advice for couples, like... You have two, okay, take our two venues, for instance. Mm -hmm. We're not like super different, but we're pretty similar yeah, in a lot of ways. Like, there's some different feelings. You've got a bit more industrial at the Capitol, yep. a bit mm -hmm. more ranch, of course, at the at Chankaska yeah. Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's not a huge, as far as the space and the scale and everything else, they're very similar venues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, what's your best advice to clients? So, like, when it comes to like centerpieces, like, how should they lay out their wedding day? Like, if you have somebody that wants to be very, like, floral forward, less candles, like, less that, like, how would you approach them to decorate their wedding, in a way? So if you come to me and say, I love florals, I will list off everything possible that you can do. <laughs> I will give you all the seasonal flowers. Um, the most important thing, if you walk into a floral cons consultation with somebody who does wedding and event design, have an idea of what you want have a feeling mm -hmm. a vibe a basic color palette don't get super attached to any particular flower yeah um mm -hmm. my best wedding bouquets are the ones where the bride's like okay this is my color palette this is a feeling that i want and i'm gonna let you do the rest of it because mm -hmm. this is what you do for a living mm -hmm. uh if you're super attached to i want a white rose pave bouquet but i'm gonna be honest the way roses are uh being priced right now, mm -hmm. you're going to spend a lot of money on that. It's like a yeah. doll. I don't even want to know what it is right now. I have not looked in months because I'm terrified of the price. But it's don't ridiculous. Look. And good luck even getting them at this point. because oh, Don't tell me that. So how do you give advice? This is not just for your business, but for like anyone who's having a wedding and has other florists or you know different areas. How do you – how do they give – because people are like looking out like a year in advance right now. Mm -hmm. So like, how do you give advice to couples that are getting married a year and a half, two years from now? I don't know if this is where you're going with it. Oh, sorry. No, but no, we can we can go <laughs> with what you're, can how go you, with what you're doing, and then we'll come okay, back to mine. I'm sorry. You're good. I thought that's where you're going. Mm. How do you give advice to couples that are like looking because rose prices right now are stupid? How do you give advice to them like when they're trying to like? Plan book their florist in the, in the, like, in the summer for a fall wedding mm -hmm. yeah year. when rose prices are this price and they may be higher or lower next year how do you know that so this is what i do um i price based on where the market is right now and i'll be honest we had expected to see a drop in rose prices after mother's day of this year and it did not happen oh. so 
I don't honestly expect it to. Mm -hmm. They're going to stay where they are. The floral industry is interesting because before COVID, prices had been stable for almost three decades. Uh, and most people don't realize that. Oh, the unknown. But three decades of stable prices in an industry is somewhat miraculous. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, prices have gone up, and that is a fact of life at this point. Um, I have an escalation clause in my contract that states, hey, if floral prices go up, your price might escalate by 15%, but I will talk to you four weeks before the wedding if I see this coming at us Mm -hmm. and let you make a decision as to whether you want to increase your budget or you want to reduce the number of flowers because I never want to put a couple Mm -hmm. out over their floral work. There are other things that Mm -hmm. we can do to make it work. Um, So for other florists, it's kind of nice for them to know that maybe they should put that into their contract so like they're not getting screwed over oh my goodness can i just other florists out there please have an actual written contract because i know a lot of people have like an order form that they'll fill out but they Mm -hmm. don't actually have a contract with their client and i have seen both clients and florists get burned in that situation so walk away at any time florists if you're doing weddings please 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 write a contract go through it with your clients Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah Yeah. but it really is just planning and knowing what's in season don't order peonies in september because they are so expensive or in february. they don't smell good and they're ridiculously expensive mm-hmm. don't do it to yourself <laughs> so okay my question is when there's couples coming in mm-hmm. and uh, or couples listening right now they might not have you booked they have a different florist who knows what time of year um and if your best advice is saying like Take your florist advice mm-hmm. and give the feeling and let and then give them the trust to create what your vision is. How do you how do you know if you can trust that florist or know that trust is there, that, that the same vision that you have is what they have? So first of all, check out your florist portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, mine needs to be updated really badly. I recognize <laughs> that. I think the last one I could put up there was in 2021 and I just haven't had time. Um, but look and see how much work they have under their belt. Look Mm -hmm. and see what they're showing. There are some designers and florists that work specifically in one style. That is their style. They do wonderful work in that style, but Mm -hmm. that is all they do. I am somebody who likes to work in a lot of styles. It's a challenge to me. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever seen one bouquet the same that you've done. Oh, no. I am a big believer that a couple's flowers should represent who they are as a couple yeah uh one of my favorite tricks when couples come in and they're like well this is the color palette we're thinking about i look at what they're wearing the color of shoes the color of purses Mm -hmm. um during covid when i was doing consoles i would say to brides when you walk into your closet what is the first color you see because if they're struggling with what their palette should look like Take your cues from the things that you love. Mm-hmm. And I kind of do that with my clients. And That's like, great. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is my favorite. Gun. Yes, it is because you're wearing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, be aware of those things and give people pictures. I mean, mm-hmm. to the couples mm-hmm. out there that are looking at florists, you can say mm-hmm. the word boho and three different florists are going to have three entirely different yeah. interpretations Completely of that different. word. Yeah. The best way to communicate about flora. Mm-hmm florals is to communicate visually mm-hmm. have a picture mm-hmm. when I do my proposals there is a full full photo board on there where you see the vibe it's not about the individual pictures mm-hmm. but you can get a sense of what you're looking at from those photos yeah and honestly for if you are able to that's that's the 
great thing about like Instagram these days and like using that to your advantage is if you're able to look at a space and say, I love what you did here and exactly say, I like this bouquet that you did. I want the exact, exact thing. They've done it before. They can replicate it again. And you know that you're going to get the exact results that you're expecting. Right. And so having yeah those portfolios and being able to look at it and just like knowing instead of expecting them to just say like, this is what I'm feeling and then not knowing. Because I've been there. Right. I've, I've been there where I've had a coordinator working with a coordinator and the day of they show up with these bouquets and centerpieces and it's not anything like the what they decided and you have to luckily a coordinator who redid you know things to make it look better Mm -hmm. i have heard wedding horror stories about i've told you like many oh you're not the only one i've actually had (laughs) mothers of the bride that came in because they had recommended me and people went with other people and they're like it was so awful i'm like i'm so sorry Mm -hmm. i don't know what else to say right you mean at that point you can't it's past the point yeah but yeah. yeah, I mean, you have to look for a portfolio. Mm-hmm. There are lots of florists that are just starting out, and I, I will be honest. My first wedding was beautiful. It was an utter shit show to get it done. Pardon my language. Oh, no. um, Do you we, realize we say what we fuck say on every here? other letter? Yeah. I know. <laughs> it made me good. feel more relaxed about coming on here because that's that why happens. people like like us because we're relatable. <laughs> When you work with flowers, people are always a little startled when you say fuck. They're like, yeah, no. whoa, you're a florist. And I'm like, yeah, and? Um, Cynthia's Human. favorite word is fuck. Yeah, so, it is. But it's, also, it's my second favorite word. Yeah. Um, besides like. Yeah, no, like's her favorite word. <laughs> like's my favorite word. <laughs> I am a like person, too, and it's hard I'm to like. remove that from mm-hmm. your vocabulary. I'm an yeah. um person. She's a like person. Yep. And we're both a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that may have been TMI. That's um, fine. You are <laughs> I'm married, but she's living the dream. <laughs> you are living the dream. Oh yeah, young, single. No, <laughs> she's, no. she's basically married. You're you're married, but without that legal document, right? I got no yeah. ring on my finger. <laughs> but we love Nick, and we <sighs> wish him the best. And <laughs> we wish him the best. That's like a farewell. <laughs> well, I mean, we want him to get married to you, but like. <laughs> We're not going to pressure him into anything. Nick, I think there's a time limit on that one. Yeah. <laughs> How are we doing, guys? We are. We're good. We, definitely, um, we do definitely need to wrap Yes. Up. Okay. Long. Can we go into this last one? Okay. Out of... I feel like we had everything else. We got yeah. all the questions from our do listeners. Do you think there's anything that you want to go over? Yes. What we, I want to say is save money, get rentals from your florist, have that conversation with your florist. If you want to DIY, reach out to a shop like mine and say, hey, I'd like to DIY my wedding. Mm-hmm. We'll get together a rental package for you and mm-hmm. we'll get you flowers in and get them hydrated and you can just come p- pick them up and do yeah. the work yourself. But don't DIY where you come to her and make her do a consultation and then use her stuff and then do it yourself. Yep. It's yep. mean. It's We've rude. also, like, my, all my capitum couples out there, if you book Sarah and I, her and I will work together mm-hmm. to figure shit out. And that's like, the great thing about partnerships. Yeah. And local. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, you and I have even had couples where, oh, fuck, where was I going with this? You oh, they'll come together. to me and be like, Megan's doing the decor. And I'm like, okay. And then okay. you send them back to me and you're like, no, no, no. If you're going to do flowers, just have Sarah do them all. Yeah, yeah no, like, don't, t- don't come to me for greenery. Go, go to Sarah. Yeah. Um, there was something else I was going to say. I don't remember what it was now. Um, now or never. Never. Also, oh, no, my thing couples, is like, please book more than three months before your wedding. Because if you're yes. reaching out to me three months before yes. your wedding, I am booked. Mm-hmm. I am booked. But also, like, 
don't do multiple consults. If you you love that florist you're going with, you book them instantly. I think like, I disagree. So I am a two consult person. I am a I want to get to know you. I want to get to know your vibe. I want to get to know who okay, you are and if we're going to work well together. But that's different. I fire clients. You don't <laughs> want people to come in and do four consults no. with you though and waste your time. Right. No. But she's on the more of a spectrum of a photographer. Like I've had conversations yep. with photographers where it's like you're taking only minimal amount of people each day and you want to be able to know that it's going to be a good fit photographers yep. have a certain way that they shoot and if you're not if that's if they're asking for something completely different you don't want to accept that because like i'm not going to give what you're wanting right same for you you're not gonna be giving what you want i i mean what's for venues yep you see it it's what it is yeah you decide if it's actually what you want it's more in the the client's decision if they mm-hmm. think that we're their fit mm-hmm. but you guys are the ones trying to decide if or you're the ones that have to try and deliver what they're asking for. And mm-hmm. so you have to be the one that says, I am or I'm not a good fit for you because I will or will not deliver the exact thing that you're looking for. Right. And there are certain florists that are better at things than me, and I will mm-hmm. happily recommend them for people that everyone I know aren't a good fit for me. Hmm? I disagree. But everyone has their niche. I send Sarah for everything. Um, <laughs> like, so you want this crazy thing? Go to Sarah. I, is, I can't help you. Yeah, and that is part of, you know, having that background in theatrical design and then actually getting my CFD and going through that process. Mm-hmm. I can design in a lot of different styles. I am not but just designing in one style. You like mm-hmm. to be creative. And that's I what like I love freedom. about you. Like, when people, like, come to me and they're like, I want this. And I'm like, oh, Go to Sarah, but also she's gonna there, be able to. There are those clients, this vision yeah. for you, and I hope that you can. But like, there are some of those clients that you know are headstrong on the way that they're thinking and the way yeah, that they want. True. And there are some of those. And you know what? If you're listening and you are one of those brides, you know what? You find that exact person that you know that you can that can mm-hmm. do what you want. But if you cannot go to someone and expect them to do exactly what you're asking as a black and white, because it never works out completely. So you need to know if you're able to do that. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're the person that does that, but maybe not. I am somebody that I like a lot of creative freedom mm-hmm. in flowers, especially when we can't get things, which is more common since COVID. Yeah. I have to make those last minute decisions um, five days before your wedding when this mm-hmm. flower is not going to come in and, and I have to change to it. There. And that mm-hmm. trust has to be there that I know what I'm doing, that mm-hmm. I'm going to make your flowers beautiful even mm-hmm. if they aren't exactly what you expected. Right. And if you haven't connected with that client over those couple things and you've booked them and then you have to make those last-minute decisions, you're going to be second-guessing yourself if that decision is going to be okay Oh, with I them. never second-guess myself. Right. I know I'm right. Yeah. They might not yeah. think I'm right at right. the end, but right. I know I'm right. You're good. <laughs> but the beauty in it is that you get to at least handpick at least a little bit of your clients to know yeah. that, that you guys work together. They trust you. You trust them to make those decisions. If you just took everyone no matter what and it didn't have to have those consultations to say I think we're a good fit or not then you might end up with someone where you're like I have to make this decision and I know it's the best for this profession I know it's the best because I do this every every, you know I do this for a living but you might not understand where I'm coming from and therefore we are not a good fit because I don't I can't make that freedom that yeah. creative freedom I I you can't bring me a picture and say please copy this because mm-hmm. I am an no. artist at the end of the day mm-hmm. yeah and I'm going to work like an artist but you also don't mm-hmm. want your weddings like your clients bouquets to look exactly like something on Pinterest you want it to be unique to right. them mm-hmm. I don't like, even want all of my clients bouquets to look like they came from you. From me. Yeah. I want them to look like they're their personality, not yeah. mine. I mean, when you let me loose, it's 
<laughs> You're but not free. <laughs> I love it. I have never heard from a client or seen a bouquet that you've done that have been like, hmm, that's questionable. Everything that you've done has been just incredible. Like it's so beautiful. Everything's like well put together and it screams that person that's getting married. Mm -hmm. That is the goal. I have had things that were not in your space that I have looked at and gone, I have, that is not something I'm proud of. And nobody else could see the issues with it, yeah. but I see every single issue. And it, it makes me feel good when couples reach out and they're like, our flowers are beautiful because yeah. I can tell you where every mistake is in everything I do. But yeah. everything with you is very floral heavy. I've never seen a wedding that you've come in and it's been very greenery heavy. Everything's been very floral, which is amazing because for most florists, like, I mean, there's a couple where like they'll charge you this amount and you're going to get 75% greens, 25% flowers. With you, it's 75% greens, 25% flowers. Other way. Other way around. Use flowers. the same thing twice. Oh shit, sorry. You're going um, 75 no, flowers. 75% flowers, 25% yes. greens. Like right. mm -hmm. you're going to be much more floral heavy than what most people are because you care. I, I care and the blooms are my, like greenery is gorgeous and the blooms are my favorite part. Yeah. Like that is my favorite And that's favorite where part. your special touch of you comes in. Even though I know you're trying to uh, accommodate for each individual, that's mm -hmm. where your specific... That and I take most of my flowers right to the edge of death, which is why they are as pretty and smell as good as they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I will bloom them all the way open and it is a three-day process before I ever touch anything to mm -hmm. get that flower from the way it comes into my shop to how I want it to look to put mm -hmm. it in the bouquet. So, yeah. I love it. I do crazy things for yeah. crazy reasons. <laughs> and if you do order flowers from someplace like Costco or Sam's Club, please consult with a florist when hydrating them so you don't end up with dead flowers <laughs> oh my god okay so i have okay before sarah gets into her craziest and like greatest wedding stories mm -hmm. i have a story okay that, but it has to be fast okay i will sarah had to come save the day at a wedding this last may i called her because the family had ordered their flowers from like sam's club or costco i think it was sam's club and they ordered all these hydrangeas for these tables the hydrangeas came in dead like not back to life complete dead I text Sarah and I'm like, hey, this is what my hydrangeas look like. Can you help at all? This girlfriend comes in five minutes later and goes, here you go. Put some magical potion in these fucking buckets of hydrangeas. Three hours later, these hydrangeas look like they were just bloomed. It was amazing. Okay, you can't say what it was because no, no, you have to go to the floral doctor, Sarah. But that is one of the things of being a wedding and event, but any sort of florist is you have to know how to make that happen. Yeah. You have to understand mm -hmm. how flowers work. You have to understand the science behind it. Yeah. You saved that bride and groom's wedding day and you weren't even their florist. No, that's crazy. And they but called you. But you called and you were like, Sarah, I got a situation. I'm <gasps> like, I'm right there yeah. for you, Megan. Do they have yeah. any idea? I, I had talked to them and like the mom's just like, oh my God, you have to thank the floral doctor for me. And I'm like, I will. I'll thank the floral doctor. Sarah, the floral doctor. Yeah. And Put it on your Instagram handle. The floral doctor. Doctor, yeah. doctor of florals. I don't think I'm allowed to put doctor in front of my name. That's I'm not fine. sure. I don't think we I have We won't say degree. anything. <laughs> Nobody you. will talk. We'll put it on there in a weird way so that it's fine. Sarah, PhD florals. <laughs> oh goodness no don't do that to me because okay. i have like phds and doctors in my family and they would never let me hear the end of it <laughs> we'll back you up okay we'll find we'll it back you up. we'll find everyone okay so the last thing to wrap up our amazing conversation with you is do you have a crazy or just like great like wedding story 
I was thinking about this because most of my weddings go pretty smoothly. I yeah. have never had a couple that's been super upset with my flowers or mad at me or anything else. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking there was a wedding that was two days after Thanksgiving. And um, I'm thinking, like, oh I my think, God, this is this a know, capital was, couple? It is a capital couple. <gasps> um, so two days after Thanksgiving was their wedding and my flowers for their wedding got stuck at JFK over was Thanksgiving. Was it the Suez Canal no. thing? No, no, no. Okay. It was something entirely different. So they were stuck at JFK. They were supposed to get in. Originally, they were supposed to get in Monday. They didn't show up Monday, and I called Emily. I'm like, where are my flowers? And she's like, let me find out. Oh, my God, I have a heart attack. So she calls me back, and she's like, they're still in Holland. I'm like, oh, goodness. Okay, how are we going to handle this? And she's like, okay, they're going to ship them to JFK overnight. They'll be there by Tuesday morning. Well, there were weather issues, and they didn't get in until Wednesday. And on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, knowing that Lynn Bush would not be delivering on Thanksgiving Day, mm -hmm. I said, okay, we, like, I had 25% of the flowers for that wedding. We had done all the prep work. Like, everything was ready for flowers. I just didn't have flowers. So Emily's like, Sarah, we will have them flown into Minneapolis, and then couriered directly to your shop. They're in a cooler at JFK. They're safe. You can get them there. You can process them. So you they can were build in a, a wedding. They were in a cooler, yes. I was thinking, like, how does that? JFK has, so when you, sh like, fly flowers or anything perishable, there mm -hmm. are coolers at major airports that they okay. can store florals and stuff in. So they had them in a cooler at JFK, and they flew out on the red-eye Thanksgiving night. They arrived at 5 a.m. to Minneapolis-St. Paul, and so I got they a text message. I got to my shop. They showed up at 6.30 a.m. And yes, the day of the wedding day, or? No, the day before the wedding. Okay, Black Friday. We built a $7,000 wedding from scratch. $7,000? $7,000. That's wait, a lot. Okay, wait, 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 wait. This is why you can't be doing this. No, there I'm sorry. Are... There's people in the back room right now. <laughs> There's people in the capital room. Um, okay, 2021? Okay, I know what wedding. We're yeah, and there were things that I was not super thrilled about that had I had my flowers when I was supposed to have my flowers, they would have been done very differently from how they were. So that was a wedding I looked at and there were certain aspects of it that I loved and there were certain mm -hmm. aspects of it that I still can't look at pictures Wait, from that wedding. Was it the Friday wedding or the Saturday? It was Saturday. the Saturday wedding. <gasps> oh my God, remember that wedding during the room flip? What happened? I do remember what happened during yeah. that wedding. Yeah. What happened, yeah. guys? Oh my God, there was a bat flying around. <laughs> and one of the brides came upstairs and she's just like, oh, there's a bat. And I'm like, Oh my god! And then, so Dan Dinsmore is coming around with a fucking garbage bag and a garbage can. Is like trap the bat up in like the mezzanine area, and then we thought we captured it, but we did not. And I have not seen that bat since. Ah, it's dead. It's fine. If the bat was able to get into the building somehow, it was able to get out. Yeah. I yeah. Mean. But the funny part was we were trying to capture the bat, and then you let the couple upstairs. I did not let the couple upstairs. <laughs> Ooh, I blame no, you no, no. for them knowing that the bat that was in the ballroom. They opened that door and they wanted to see the flowers. And I was not yet aware that there was a bat in the mezzanine <laughs> because nobody had told me there was a bat in the mezzanine. <laughs> we got the bat so, taken care of. It's fine. The bat, no more bats. 
Um, the couple was very happy, and if if the two of you are listening, no, I have never told you that that is what happened, but that is what happened with oh the flowers. Oh my gosh, that's funny. It was Honestly, the most stressful thing I've ever done. <laughs> I just can't believe having that hive of, of uh, that much of florals you're waiting on, and then the day before you're like, okay, show time, let's go. Yeah. I would have never known though. Like the florals were beautiful. Oh, we really? did those big tall stands. See, and she's like, looking at her like, okay, but this like, is your oh, own trade. Megan, like, let me tell you girlfriend, everything that was wrong with I was food. so stressed all that weekend. I don't know what the hell was happening. I didn't know what was up and down. But like the two the two brides that day, like they loved everything. I know. They were so happy with everything, how they everything were turned out. Like, a wonderful couple. They never would have known. No, like, and, and I until, didn't even know. Unless that's how we know this, that you both did your job. Yeah. 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 Also, let me in on the secrets next time. Uh, oh, I was so stressed out and so exhausted by the time you saw me that day, Megan. I could hardly string two words together. I mean, I don't remember. My husband was out of town. Like, my daughter was out of school. She was locked in the office. I was trying to parent <laughs> and do flowers. And we had to close the shop that day to get the wedding done. Like, I just had to lock the doors and say, we are not open today because we have to finish this. Yeah. So, and then took all the hands that I had on the schedule and put them to work doing weddings. Damn. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yes. We are so excited to have you. And we just kept on going on about things. And so I know this was like a little bit longer than, yeah. uh, than it usually is. But yeah. thank you for sticking through if you're listening. And thank you for conversating and hanging out with us. Thank you so yeah. much for having me, ladies. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. All right. So tell us where uh, people can follow you. Um, so we are on Instagram and Facebook at Sweet Alice Floral. Okay. We will look into getting a TikTok. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to assign somebody else to that job because Lord knows I can't do it. Lizzie's really young and really hip. Make her do it. She does TikTok. I know yeah, she does. Make her She's do admitted it. it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make the young people that work for me do the TikTok stuff because mm-hmm. I don't understand. Um, so you can find me there and SweetAliceWeddings.com is our wedding website. Like I said, we have a budgeting guide and everything up there. Perfect. Beautiful. Idea. Alrighty. Oh. Well, that wraps up the rest of our episode. Yeah, we should do a cheers quick. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, right. ready? Pre. And hey. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Um, follow us on Instagram at the Corner Booth Podcast and our website at thecornerboothpod.com. All right. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Yeah, we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.